0: Hello, friends, and welcome to the Everyday Truth Podcast with Kurt Skelly. We are here to show that the Bible is relevant to your life every single day. And we're glad you joined us here for the conversation. Right now, we're studying the book of Revelation in a series called The End is the Beginning. Now, let's join Kurt for today's episode. Welcome back, everybody, to today's episode of Everyday Truth Unfortunately, I do not have a coffee mug with me today, but I do have Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. There it is, Coke Zero. Used to be a huge Diet Coke fan, still am, but Coke Zero, man, that's a game changer. So that's my, uh, I guess that's my, that's my caffeine of choice today. Hope you have your caffeine of choice, but uh, more importantly, I hope you have uh, your minds open, and your hearts ready for another excursion into the Word of God. We're in Revelation chapter 18. We're talking a bit about commercial, political, economic, uh, depending on which adjective you want to use, Babylon, and how that Antichrist uh, has come to a place of world dominance, uh, a secularized society. Religion no longer plays a part uh, except in the sense that the devil wants uh, all attention to him. He wants uh, to worship, worship the beast in his image, uh, his mark. Uh, he, uh, worship he will give you economic success and power, and the kingdoms of the world have all allied themselves, and it seems like greed is the common factor and luxury and stuff is what people are living for, all the things that ultimately do not bring satisfaction are the culminating and unifying things of these last days. Watch what uh, the Bible says now in verse number seven. I told you last episode that we would talk a bit about why the retribution, why the intense judgment from God upon economic Babylon, commercial Babylon. And the Bible says in verse number seven, how much... She hath glorified herself. Is that not interesting? So in these last days, commercial Babylon will think so highly of herself. Look at how successful we are. Look at how important we are. Look at how rich we are. She's glorified herself. And then the Bible says, and she's lived deliciously. What a way to say that. She's living in luxury. She's living in the finest of stuff. And the idea here is this is her purpose. This is her will uh, to have all the best and the finest for myself. So uh, pride and materialism will will dominate the thinking and the living uh, in these last days. And the Bible says, "...so much torment and sorrow give her, for she saith in her heart, I sit as a queen and am no widow and shall see no sorrow." made that this is the this is the attitude of commercial Babylon nothing will harm me nothing will get me my riches my status my wealth is my security and I am a queen and I'll I'll never want I'll never be like a widow that is without resource or without help no I will always have my trust my security is in what I have and who I am. You talk about uh, the, the apex of God rejection. That's what this is, and that's why the judgment is so severe. Look at verse number eight of our text. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day. A sudden, remember Babylon, the actual Babylon, back in Bible days, was destroyed in one day. Remember, uh, Daniel prophesied that to Belshazzar, the writing on the wall. And that very night, uh, the Persians had come in and defeated Babylon in one day. Sudden destruction. The Bible says here that her plague shall come in one day, death and mourning and famine. She shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God Who judgeth her? That's how this chapter began. The chapter began with this angel that came from heaven in power, great power, with a mighty cry, with a strong voice. And when it seems that the devil has the most control, and when it seems that the coalitions of this world have dominated. You know, God is in control and God is ready to judge. And this is a reference to the end of the Great Tribulation, when Christ shall come in power, when Antichrist shall be destroyed, when this world system shall collapse ultimately. Now, obviously, we've talked about the plagues and we've talked about the the economic disasters and all of that. But now we're talking about the collapse of pride and the collapse of this, this illusion of world power and stuff, and, and, and wealth, and all of it, and the lamentation of a world system that looks at its utter collapse, and the strength of God is demonstrated. Look at verse number nine, and the kings of the earth who have committed fornication, remember that's always an indication of idolatry, uh, false uh, worship, uh, the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. So what does that mean? When the Bible says, it's as if the nations that have been so um, so um, enriched by uh, economic Babylon, well, they shall see her destruction. They shall watch the smoke of her tor- torment you know uh, of her burning. Some would look at this as Babylon being an actual city. And again, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to conjecture where the Bible is not clear. Uh, what is clear is that Babylon is a real entity. Now, whether that be the world system uh, of the last days or whether that be a rebuilt city that's actually called Babylon. Remember a few years back, Saddam Hussein in Iraq and he spoke with great bravado about wanting to rebuild Babylon. Uh, and, and, and perhaps uh, in future days, Babylon in the Middle East will be rebuilt. And perhaps it will become the great economic center of the world. Have you seen some of, this, uh, some of these uh, prototype cities uh, of the Middle East that are scheduled to be built uh, great economic centers. And that could very well be the case. And, th- and this, the burning here of Revelation chapter 18 could be uh, like a nuclear attack or the actual, we don't know the apparatus by which God is going to do all this. But what we do know is that the world and this system and the economy of it, the the apparent success of it will be destroyed. And All of those that gained because of the economic success that Antichrist will bring, and all of those that sold their soul to get this wealth and get this power and get this uh, satisfaction will lament when they see the utter destruction of it. That, of that, we can be sure. Look at verse number 10. So the Bible says, standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is thy judgment come. So even the kings of this world, even these unsaved secularists will see that this is judgment. And they'll have to admit that that God has judged Babylon. So at the end of the end, it's going to be clear to believers, obviously, and to unbelievers alike Uh, that God has brought judgment and Babylon has paid for her utter rejection of God, her uh, self-worship, self-glorification, self-satisfaction, her luxurious living, and all of the rejection of God. Look at verse number uh, 11. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her. So who is going to lament the most? for the destruction of the this world system and the commercial collapse of the world economy who's going to to lament the most those that have those that have profited the most those that have kind of sold their soul to the devil uh, those that have lived in the lap of luxury those that have killed it in the market uh, those that have enjoyed the fruits of this economic success. Oh, they're going to weep and weep and weep as they see everything that they live for. All the things they built their big barns for all collapse in one day, in one hour. And the Bible says the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her for no man buyeth their merchandise anymore. It's gone. The warehouses are gone. The economic system has collapsed uh, the trade centers are now no more. And the Bible says in verse number 12, the ber- merchandise of gold, all the commodity markets, silver, precious stones, of pearls, fine linen, purple, silk, scarlet, uh, all the uh, thian wood, and all manner of vessels of ivory, all manner of vessels of most precious wood, brass, iron, marble. These are all luxuries. Uh, cinnamon, odors, ointments, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, wheat, beasts, sheep, horses, chariots, slaves, the souls of men. So now we go from the finer things to the luxurious things to the commodities, the things we eat, the things that keep us alive. It's all going to collapse. Even the people that have been used as human pawns, the slaves, the souls of men, The trafficking, the sex trafficking, the way that people have been marginalized and objectified, the entire system and the the evil by which that system ran, the, the commercialism and the way that people have been used as widgets in the process, all of it will come crashing down. Well, what picturesque language the Bible uses of the utter collapse of commercial Babylon? Look at verse number 14. And the fruits that thy soul lusted after are departed from thee. All the, things, all the things you live for, all the things that were so important, you know, the nicest cars and the finest wine and the, the fanciest things and the most opulent luxuries and all of it, the things you live for, they're gone. The Bible says, all things which were dainty and goodly are departed from thee and thou shalt find them no more at all. Boy, when Christ comes back, when this world system collapses, when Antichrist is destroyed, when Babylon is no more, then people are going to see just how worthless it is. It, it will have been to live for pleasure, to live for stuff, because it all goes away. I like what the Bible says in Second Peter chapter 3, that it all burns up. We have to live for things that outlive us. I think that's the language of 1 Timothy chapter 6. Even today, when the Apostle Paul said to Timothy, but ultimately to you and me, love not the world, or rather, the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness, fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life. That's why the Bible says later on in that same chapter, charge them that are rich in this world, that they be not high-minded nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, which giveth us richly all things to enjoy, that they do good, that they be rich in good works ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up in store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come that they may lay hold on eternal life. So even today, the Bible warns us, don't live for stuff. Don't set your affection on stuff. Boy, live your life according to God's will. Uh, prioritize godliness and and goodness and and love for God and others. And there's coming a day when God's rewards will supersede all of these tinny and superficial things. And we're seeing that at the end of the world, the collapse of the whole world economy, everything that everyone ever lived for, every pleasure imaginable, nothing is worth it when you trade it, uh, when you trade God for stuff. Look at verse A number 16, verse 15, the merchants of these things, which were made rich by her, shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing and saying, alas, alas, that great city that was clothed in fine linen, purple, scarlet, decked with gold, precious stones, pearls in one hour. So great riches is come to naught, nothing. Every shipmaster, All the company and ships, the sailors, as many as trade by sea, stood afar off. All the shipping containers, all the the world trade that takes place on the oceans, they're just looking and saying, it wasn't worth it. The destruction of this trade city, the destruction of Babylon. And they cried when they saw the smoke of her burning, saying, what city is like unto this great city? And they cried, they cast dust on their heads and cried, weeping and wailing, saying, alas, Alas, that great city, wherein were made rich all that had ships in the sea. By reason of her costliness, in one hour is she made desolate. Wow. This trade city, this coastal city, this Babylon city, the trade, the merchandise of this world, it's all come to nothing. And all the people of the world who gave all of their life for this, can only weep and wail at the nothingness of seeking things outside of seeking the will of God. How sad. Well, next episode, we'll jump into, you know, what what is heaven's attitude toward what's going on on planet earth? The end of all things, the destruction of commercial Babylon. We're going to see it next time, but we're out of time for today. So you'll have to wait. God bless you, my friends. I'll see you next episode. Thanks for taking time to listen. If you enjoy Everyday Truth, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend. Until next time, God bless.